0: Hello everybody, my name is Landon Aranis, thanks for listening to episode 187 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne.
2: Father in heaven, we thank you for another blessed time you've give us, Father, to uh, come together and through uh this platform father via zoom and uh, be able to uh just record another podcast lord i thank you for the brain's life lord i thank you for uh his uh, ministry and first with his family and also in the church lord uh, i thank you for his life i pray that you continue to bless him lord and uh, be with him lord and uh, i thank you for this podcast lord thank you for you allowing us to continue to do it father we I uh, want to honor you. We want to give you glory, Father, with the topics and subject we discuss, Lord. Uh, we like to approach it from uh, from a uh, biblical uh, point of view, but also, Father, uh, taking into account the, the world, our culture, Father, and... Uh, uh, have that mentality that the Apostle Paul had, Father, where we get to know our culture. We get to live in it, Father. But, Father, we stand on the truth of your word, Lord. Let us continue, Father, to, to record more podcasts, Father. And uh, whoever hears, Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit, Father, works in their life, Lord, and uh, that it is a blessing to those that hear, Father. And uh, uh, We thank you for this uh we call it a ministry, Father, you've given us, Lord, uh, that we're able to discuss things in life, Lord, and life in general, Lord. Thank you for you do bless this uh, again this podcast let us continue doing all for your glory and we pray this in jesus name
0: amen amen thank you brother that was a good prayer
2: oh thank you brother appreciate thank that you. i think yeah. sometimes we when well, we tend to well not that we forget about our podcast but you know the the whole purpose of why we started this right and it's just to talk about life deal with life and uh, uh from a biblical standpoint but also you know, we gotta learn our culture. I think a lot of the times, as Christians, we we tend to take that. What should I call? It? Like, let's boycott everything around us, <laughs> and try to live life.
0: And I don't think that's gonna work very well, brother. <laughs> I think so, there might be a lot of Christians out there boycotting the church because about fifty percent of them it seems like didn't return after <laughs> after the uh, the. Pandemic. Oh, did I say? Did that say it that way? Oh, anyways. I, I yeah. call it the, <laughs> that one
2: time the slavery oh. uh, prison, prison time. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, so bro, yeah, hey. I understand what you're saying. So, so you're saying, <laughs> so you're saying that uh, if you if you get too much of the boycott fever, you'll end up boycotting everything. Well, I mean. Because there's all, you're always going to be able to find something about every company that you're not going to like. In this world of social
2: media platforms and researching through that Google, but we like to use DuckDuckGo. We're not endorsing DuckDuckGo. We're just letting everybody. That's what we use because we like it better. Anyways, brother, you put it any company and it's going to show up who they support. And if we cut it black and white... Use a Leville, a Leville, Levitical type of approach. <laughs> we have to boycott every company, brother. Imagine, I'm going to have to cut the lights here with the SD and e bill, brother. Why? Because, you know, they support, you know, Gay Pride Month. Should I cut my lights and live with candles and flashlights, bro? <laughs> you know, if I boycott them. How about Cox? Yeah. Cox Communication. We wouldn't be able to hold a podcast, brother.
0: That's a dilemma, isn't it? So you're obligated, you're obligated as the head of your family to provide for your family, right? Yeah, yeah. You're the head of the household, and you do have a responsibility there that God has given you.
2: Uh huh. Yep.
0: But then you look at uh, the comp- people who are providing the electricity. Of your, you know, the electricity so that you could cook your meal at night and have light and heat and or or air air conditioning in the home. to provide for your family are supporting something that is evil, right? Right. So uh, can we just conclude that we live in an evil world and we have to navigate through this evil world the best way we can? We're, we're sojourners in a foreign land, you know? It's mm-hmm. not saying, just because you have the lights on, you're not saying that you support uh, sodomy, Right or that you support those who are blaspheming God or mocking God and how God created us in in the manner that he created us and the genders that he created us. Uh, They mock him, yet your money that you send to keep the lights on, there's a portion of it that goes to support those people. Right, Quite a dilemma, isn't it? It's a
2: huge dilemma for, you know, the Christians, you know, for us Christians that uh, struggle, you know, and do we keep on standing in the truth of God thinking that mentality? You know, I'm only sticking and standing on the truth of God if I boycott all these things. Right. That's a big dilemma, brother, because I mean, you're not
0: buying food to feed your family.
2: I would be frustrated and I would be anxious brother, to live life like that. Yeah, well, in that in that dilemma. Now on the other hand, we have the believer that says, I'm gonna think like Paul did. Wherever he went, he visited in all his travels to preach the gospel. first of all, he found himself a job. secondly, he made sure Can't he make knew it. his culture. Right. he was a tent maker um mm-hmm. he made sure he understood and he learned about that culture
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then he Came went all about preaching to all
0: men to mm-hmm. that he might win some right that did, he, went, did, did he win all of them brother no <laughs> no did he but did he it, all, becoming all men all men all things all men let's talk about it for this moment yes sir did the Apostle Paul participate in uh the pagan temples in order to win people. Did he participate in the evil things that they did in order to win them? No, no, he didn't. Did he Mm -mm. matter of fact, I think it was CS Lewis or it might've been CS Lewis that said this anyway, one of the famous theologians said this everywhere. Paul went, he either had stirred up a riot or he won converts. (laughs) <laughs> right. And uh you know so uh so he he was controversial. Mm-hmm. But he honored their cultural uh ways. You know, I remember when I was in the navy um in a, my when I was a young sailor and I was working uh, I was we were, I was in amphibious assault. I was in the Gator Navy, which uh, mm. we would land marines on the beach we'd fly them in behind enemy lines from my my ship but i was i worked for the chaplains before i became force protection became a master at arms I, i worked for the chaplains and um one of the jobs that i received was overseas coordinator and what that meant is that i had to research the um the cultures and the do's and don'ts of every country that we were going to visit. Wow, okay, that's a and, task. And we visited quite a few of them. Uh, and so when the, the sailors go go out on shore, when they get liberty, and they were half crazy because they'd been at sea for over a month. <laughs> um I, you know, my job was to research the stuff. We we put this stuff out on the ships, um television network on the one MC, which is the announcement thing for the ship. We put it out in flyers and things uh, that would go to the sailors and their birthing spaces and things and information. We'd pass it. Well, we'd pass it through their division head and he would, he would, uh, you know, before they go on Liberty, before we'd hit port, he would, um, put this information out to his troops, you know, to his division. Um, and so, that's that is what being all things all men men mm-hmm. is, you know, I I used to say that the Christians on the ship were government paid missionaries. Because we would go out and we weren't hitting the bars, we were, we were taking tours, we were talking to the locals, we were visiting the businesses, we were talking to people, we brought Christ wherever we went. Mm. And, um, but we honored their customs. As, right. in as far as we could do so without without uh, dishonouring Christ, right. And that's basically what the Apostle Paul did. For example, in the Philippines, you know how we we uh, we if we wave somebody over to us, our palm is up toward the sky and we wave uh, wave them toward us, we bring our fingers toward us as we're waving. But in the Philippines, you don't do that because that's just, that's how you call a dog in the Philippines. Mm. In the Philippines, you put your palm down and you wave your fingers towards you with your palm down, uh, almost like a limp wrist, to, to tell a person, hey, come on over here. Let's talk. You know, If you do it with the palm up like we do in America, that's an insult.
2: Mm, interesting.
0: So that's being all things to all men. That's understanding these little customs like that, so that you're not insulting the culture. Mm. That's what the Apostle Paul did. So, Amen. that's that is important, and every missionary understands that. Every you know anyone in the military going overseas, they're they're told that these things.
2: So good stuff. Um, now, let me ask you. Uh, you said we are sojourners in this world. Now, right. break it down for me, Master Jedi, to a young Padawan mind <laughs> like this right here. How then should we live today with our technology, with our social media platforms? Uh, do we jump in a bandwagon and, you know, boycott, but like target, you know, and we've seen the results of some of these things. They work, obviously. But um, again, that we me? fall back on, then should we boycott everybody else? Because again, if we do a quick search of any company, any fast food joint, it's gonna come up what and who they support. I now, and another I, thing. Sorry, don't make me check it out. I'm not that brother. Stop <laughs> trying to cut into my time. Go for, it, go for it, <laughs> And lastly, <laughs> and this is important because we spoke about it a little bit right before we started the boycotting. Has even turned in or has come into Christian business, a.k.a. Mm Chick-fil-A. I know it's a loaded question, but take it away.
0: Well, I'm sorry, brother. I can't help you today because me and the Force were not on speaking terms today. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, ask no. Darth Vader see what he thinks. <laughs> He'll just and tell you, "Hey, he's, join he's the, the dark side, side." That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's not a one size fits all scenario. Absolutely. I, I think it's a case by case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to you have to really think through it. I mean, in, in the case of the electric company, obviously we're not going to boycott an electric company. We're we're not we're doing doing a disservice to our family if we do that, right? I mean, there's when you right. when you have an, a monopoly of that sort, there's not a whole lot consumers can do mm-hmm. when, when it comes to a boycott. Now there may be other ways thinking outside of the box to bring pressure. Mm-hmm upon that company. And you have to think outside the box to do that. Uh, Maybe you start to boycott businesses that uh, um, do business with the electric company. If you're going to boycott, if that's what you do. You know, some people who supply the copper wiring or, or parts and things like that. You say, you know what? We're coming after you. We're not, we can't go after them. So we're coming after you. Um, And, that would affect the other business. I mean, that may or may not be a good strategy, but you have to think outside the box that way. Now, in the case of, I mean, of Target, for example, it worked. And and look, if I walked in and saw that display, because I never go in the Target anyway. I mean, that's more. My wife used to go in there, but I don't. I don't. It's boring. I'm sorry. It's just boring to me. But <laughs> I'd rather be at a bookstore or something. Yeah, you know what?
2: We used to go for the popcorn because remember they used to serve food and the popcorn oh, when I was gone, I think. So it's like, wow. You you're probably old anymore? enough to
0: remember the Kmart Blue Light Special. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, before we go too far afield from the subject, um, I, I think I'd be, I'd be pretty upset, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think I'd turn around and walk out and say, I'm not spending my money here. And that's exactly what people did. I don't know that there was an official boycott that that was called against Mm -hmm. Target. I think people would just, um, who still have a sense of morality Mm -hmm. and a sense of protection for children and their own children, looked at that and said, Oh no. And turned around, walked out and said, My money's not going to be spent here. Mm-hmm. And it was an individual thing. Yeah. And it worked. Target is really from that. Uh before that was Bud Light, right? Um mm-hmm. uh, yep. I mean, I my theory is that in 10 years, archaeologists are gonna be looking for a Bud Light can just to prove it actually existed. You know what? Be I'll, digging. I'll, I'll give be you digging. credit
2: for that one. That was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll be digging for uh, bones and they'll find a Bud Light can. They'll go, ah, I discovered a Bud Light can. <laughs> and go a to gazillion the, years ago. <laughs> they'll go to the archaeological museum and be on display. But, um, you know, the thing is, is that uh, it, it worked for, you know, because people re- re- repulsed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And that's, there's nothing wrong with that um and then before that was disney right Right, disney repulsed a lot of people with a lot of their antics uh and you know who's going to be next i don't know spin the wheel we'll find out Mm,
1: yeah (laughs) but
0: (laughs) but somebody's going to be next right Right. because because what's happened is these uh 20 somethings who have come out of the universities got their degree and now they're going to go take on the world right they're moving up in these corporations Mm -hmm. And they've been indoctrinated with all of the CRT garbage, right? Mm. And they believe that stuff. It's a religion. They, they, they're card-carrying members of the church of CRT, uh, which is a false religion. And they're bringing that into the boardrooms of these corporations. They're, they're putting in CEOs and uh, high-level executives that believe this stuff. And so now it's starting to transform these corporations, and that's what's happened. Chick fil A. Uh, the founder passed away, right? A few years mm-hmm. ago, right? And uh, he would have never done this, never given in to any of this stuff. But the new guy is a wacko, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. new CEO yeah. they got, man, he needs to be fired. He is he did you see the, the video where he bowed down and, and washed the, or tried to wash the feet or something of, of the black man that was on stage? I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that was so said. bad. Yeah. I don't know what his name was or anything, but he was embarrassed. Mm hmm. That guy was. And it then was he, awkward. <laughs> it was very awkward for him. I mean, it was very demeaning to him. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, then he, as the CEO's walking away after doing that, he says, "Well, that'll get you some, some uh, revenue or something." He said something to the, to to the the motivation behind it, and yeah, that was, right. "Oh, that'll that'll bring up your profits." Right. I mean, he just he just slammed that CEO, and the CEO did it just ran, you know, right over the CEO's head. He didn't he didn't, I don't think he ever caught on to what the guy was saying to him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was a great comment. I said, that's a oh, good, good. I'm glad you said that to him because I felt demeaned and I felt embarrassed for him as the CEO was doing that. It was ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? Uh, and so, yeah, we're going to continue to see this, but what's happening is these young folks are starting to, they're leaving the fantasy world of university and entering the real world which is out here in the big, wide, real world. And they're running into people, lots of people that don't think the way they think Mm. and don't act the way they act. And it's shocking them. They're shocked and surprised. I'm sure that the lady that did the Bud Light thing, Mm -hmm. um, she's in obscurity now. Right. That executive that came up with that whole advertising campaign. Right. Campaign. I can't remember her name, but I'm sure she's in a state of shock trying to figure out what just happened.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, she thought she was doing the right thing. Yeah. But there are people out here that don't believe that nonsense and they, a lot of people that it shows you there are still a lot of people that have Christian moral values, and they don't. They're getting sick of it, and they don't want to put up with that crap anymore. Isn't
2: and you, you know, know what, brother, and and when as you said that, I, all I could think of is you know, in, in Romans, where you know, talking about you know, having the sense of the of the divine, obviously, which brings about a sense of that morality. Even the non Christians were like, wait a minute, like this is wrong, right?
1: Because at least
2: least they believe in the science The science of biology Where it says that there's a man and a woman Blah blah blah, a man cannot be a woman And vice versa So that sense of the divine exists And that's to tell you that even they Whatever little bit of Morality they have in them They were like, this is wrong And like you said, it worked They keep losing money Lots of it Yeah, and money talks Absolutely Because they worship it absolutely now let's take this into this direction because i know we wanted to kind of hit this way you got all these folks uh, and mainly christian folks as you know you were sharing that you've seen or heard some of these podcasts where they are just frustrated and anxious about things right. like this
1: mm-hmm.
2: so again talk about they are getting frustrated and anxious because you know They push for this and other individuals are not doing this, So they're frustrating with them. But at the same time, as believers, do we get frustrated to an anxious or should we be wiser and more discerning?
0: Right. Oh, well, yeah. Wise and discerning and calm as the still waters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why are we getting all worked up? Uh, I I noticed this. I listen to Christian podcasts, and I listen to people who are Christians who do podcasts, They're not necessarily defined as Christian podcasts, but they are Christians who do podcasts. Okay. For other subjects, and uh, some of them are in the uh, conspiracy theory okay. right. area. Um, and I don't like calling. I don't like that term conspiracy theory because it's a bogus term in my my mind. It's a bogus term. Um, some, a lot of what they're saying is conspiracy fact.
1: Mm, A lot of this stuff is
0: true that they're saying a lot of these so-called conspiracy theories, a lot of it's real and it's true. And we found that out over the last three or four years, didn't we? Oh yeah. Um, but what, and that part doesn't bother me. It's the part where they become so worked up and almost the anger the frustration in their voice, the anxiousness, the, uh, you know, things like, um, Oh, if we don't get this right, right, right now, everything will be lost. we lose everything. And it's almost the pressure. It's almost like a pressure marketing sales type pitch that you hear. Mm, right. And, right. um, um, but, but it's not that they're doing that on purpose as far as a sales pitch. It's that they really feel that in their that anxiety in their soul. They really believe that, you know, we're on the edge of total disaster in Mm. our nation and possibly our world. And, uh, and so that you, that anxiety and that anger and that fear and, and the frustration that other people are not rising up and fighting against this globalist oligarchy and all of this, it, it uh, permeates through, through the speaker to us. Mm -hmm. And it affects us as we're listening to this. And I thought to myself, as I listened to these things, because there's certain ones I listen to to really get worked up. You know what? I don't think these folks are leaning on the providence of God. Ooh, that's huge. Yeah. I don't think they're, I don't think maybe they don't understand the providence of God, Mm -hmm. but I think some of them do.
2: Now break down. What is the providence of God, brother?
0: Providence is basically um, that God ordains all things. He did nothing happens in this universe without God ordaining it. Mm. Excellent. So how's that? So you mean God ordains evil? Uh, So that's what comes up. That's always the first thing that comes up. God ordains evil. What God ordains is his level of restraint of evil. Mm. And what he ordains is how much does he pull back and allow evil to do its work, and how much does he crush down on it and restrain it. That's Mm. what he ordains. Um, He, but think of of the flood, before the flood, uh, the great deluge of Noah's time. Um, the evil was becoming so bad that God saw that he was going to have to wipe most of the earth out, right? Yeah. And he'd leave Noah and his family. Um, but he up until the time that he crushed down on it, he allowed it. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he could he have stopped Cain from killing Abel. Yes, right. He, he could have stopped Cain from killing Abel. Absolutely. Uh, but he didn't. Right? God didn't. Why? Because he had a purpose behind it. We we the fall had already occurred.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Um, and so God in his providence is regulating if if that's a good word for this, he he uh he restrains or backs off and allows evil to happen. So he's not performing evil. So when people get confused, it's between performing evil and ordaining it.
1: Mm-hmm. Ordaining
0: it is not performing it. Right. God cannot look upon evil. He cannot perform evil. It goes against his attributes. But he can ordain it. And how does right. he ordain it? Well he the, the creatures who are evil that do perform evil, he pulls back his grace. He pulls back his restraining grace on evil, just a little bit, and these people who are evil do do their evil stuff. They do things that are evil, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And God allows it because God sees the big picture. He sees that down the road it will, um, it will bring about a good. It will bring about something that is. Good and better than the, the circumstance before. Uh, you, you think of you think of Joseph, the life of Joseph, where his brothers sold him into slavery because they were jealous of him. His father showed a lot of favoritism. He goes into the house of Potiphar. He's falsely accused. You know, he's he's really well treated in Potiphar's house because he's favored. Then he was falsely accused of something he didn't do, thrown into prison in Egypt. And then uh, he interprets a dream for Pharaoh. and Pharaoh pulls him out, and makes him the second highest ruler of the land. And his brothers were the ones who ta- to sold him into Egypt, right? Sold him to the Ishmaelites that took him to Egypt. Uh, God had ordained that whole thing the whole life of Joseph. And so how do you how do you resolve that, that God had ordained that evil? Well, he did it for the purpose of saving lives. Mm, amen. And when his brothers, after Jacob passes away, after they've already gone into the land of Egypt and the land of Goshen, and Israel is safe in the land of Goshen during this great famine that was occurring, because Joseph was there to be able to bring them in, um, his brothers feared that Joseph was going to take that opportunity to kill them. And Joseph in, in Genesis chapter 50, 50 verse 20, 29, says, uh, well, uh, actually 19 and 20. Um, and Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am, am I in the place of God? Mm. Great question. Am I in the place of God? Do I determine these things? No, I'm just I'm just the pawn that God used to do this stuff. Right? But as for you, he says, You thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. God mm-hmm. meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day. I'm sorry, I'm misread. Let me do it again. But as for you you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. So God allowed that evil to happen to Joseph because there was going to be a greater good to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And we know this from Romans eight twenty eight. You know, for all things work together for good to those who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Amen. All things includes evil. And so God can take the evil that others perform and use it uh, to his glory and for the benefit of um, his children mm, being, being the church, being his bride, right? So providence, that's providence. God ordained the greatest crime in history, and that was the uh, murder of Christ on the cross. And everything that happened, it was preordained. And we know that from Acts chapter two. So that's providence.
2: Amen. Amen. Now, so when you say these individuals, obviously not understanding providence, and, you know, we can look at providence as a doctrine, you know, the providence of God, the doctrine of the providence of God. And again, not having that understanding of how God works everything. And again, ordaining even evil to take place. And ultimately, uh, the way I look at it, it's like, God is for God, therefore is for his own glory anyways. It's not about us, right? It's for his own glory. It's for himself. Uh, Obviously, the, the misunderstanding of God's providence will cause the frustration, right? And the anxiety and the ones, you know, clamoring or getting angry, not righteously, but angry at people because they're not taking on that position as well, but because due to the, you know, uh, misunderstanding. So how important is it that churches teach on the providence of God and correctly teach it?
0: Okay. So I got the Westminster confession of faith here. Oh, let's Uh, check that out, brother. Here's what it says about providence. God, the great creator of all things, doth Uphold, direct, get the page to turn correctly. Two pages always want to stick together. Let me try this again. All right. I did it again. Here we go. Don't slip through my fingers. There we go. (laughs) God, the great creator of all things, doth uphold, direct, dispose, and govern all creatures, actions, and things from the greatest even to the last. By his most wise and holy providence, according to his infallible foreknowledge and the free and immutable counsel of his own will, to the praise of the glory of his wisdom, power, justice, goodness, and mercy. Although in relation to the foreknowledge and decree of God, the first cause, all things come to pass immutably and infallibly, yet by the same providence. He orders them to fall out according to the nature and second causes, either necessarily, freely, or contingently. Now, what that means is that the first cause, if we're talking about a first cause of this providence, it's God acting directly. Mm. A second cause is you and me acting and God using our actions to his purpose. Mm, okay, in his own will. So it it's not saying some people misunderstand uh, this reformed faith and thinking that we believe that people are robots and God's just controlling them like like puppets on a string right. or a robot with a with a controller. No, that's not what it is. We are free beings, but our our desires dictate our actions and our thoughts and our our uh, our decisions that we make, and we make them freely. But God knows that as fallen creatures, we desire sin. We desire self. We desire self-exaltation. We desire uh, things that are not of God. And we break his law continually, and that is our desire to do so and so, yes, we make our free will decisions, but our free will decisions are bound up by the bondage of sin. And so it's mm. not really free. It's we no, we're not puppets of God or we're not robots of God, but we are slaves of sin. And sin dictates our desires and our actions and our thoughts and all of that. And so um, so God takes. Our secondary causes, like the actions of Joseph's brothers that we talked about earlier, and uses them to to, uh, bring about his providence. And the providence in that case was that God had determined and ordained that Joseph would would become the second highest leader in the land of Egypt and would be able to protect his brethren uh, during a great famine and bring them mm. into the land of Goshen and it would flourish and they would be, they would do really well. Um, and God even ordained the means by which that whole thing would happen. Right. But did God uh, turn Joseph's brothers into a robot, into robots and, and take over their mind and they, Oh no, they would have never ever have done this to Joseph, but God in his providence caused them to do it. No, no, of course they would have done it. They were jealous of him. They were sinners. They hated him. And yes, they were going to do it of their own will. And God, when they did that of their own will, God is in his providence is ordaining this so that he can take joseph through this path to to the to bring about the end that he brought about and mm-hmm. why did he take mm-hmm. joseph through that path why didn't why didn't he just appoint joseph leader in Egypt? <laughs> ah. bless you brother it is uh, flower blooming season out here anyway um why because he had to teach joseph too Amen. Yeah, Joseph learned many lessons through this whole thing. And he hey, had to bring patience, up the character. Huh?
2: Patience. Uh love. <laughs> meekness. Uh I can name a few. He's <laughs> developing. I'm
0: thinking, I'm thinking, yeah. what? If I was Joseph, I want to get back at these jokers. <laughs> right. And so he's 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 developing the character of Joseph through this uh-huh. whole oh process.
2: yeah. Amen.
0: Well, let's relate that to today. Our angst over everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've got, we're sitting on the verge of possibly a world war. If China mm-hmm. goes after Taiwan, it would spark a world war
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because there's shipping lanes going through there. And, you, you know, it, those shipping lanes affect every nation in the world. Right. and That, that would be right in the center where the war would be. Mm. and So that would bring in other nations. Right. Um, and because they depend on that shipping line. Um,
2: and I was going to say everybody that depends on it, of course, I do want to, you know, get in that and go, wait a minute, right. what are you doing?
0: <laughs> so, and, and then, you know, economies are falling. And, uh, of course these declarations by governments of pandemics and shutting people down, shutting businesses down, which they're, apparently they're planning on doing again. Uh, and, and so we wring our hands with all this horrible, horrible news coming out of the news media. By the way, news plus media equals propaganda. I just want to let you know that. Uh, but uh, it's a form. It's a mathematical form. And just remember the formula is news plus media equals propaganda. Um, but anyway. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it's, it's scientific. I'm just saying. But anyway. um, so, you know, we wring our hands and we go, oh, we've got to do something. We've got to do something. We've got to fix this. We've got to act. If we don't act, nothing nothing can ever save us. No, stop it. Stop all that anxiety and all that hand wringing. The providence of God will determine the means and the end. Mm. The means was Joseph's brothers selling him into slavery. The end was Joseph being the second ruler in the land of Egypt and uh, providing for Israel during the famine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God determines the means and the ends. If God wants to uh, fundamentally change America, if he wants to finally, um, if he wants to turn this country into something different than what we have now, if he wants to bring foreign invaders in or do anything like that. That's God's prerogative. And it's all according to his sovereignty and his providence. Amen. So if that's what he desires to do, then he will do it. And and we will be the secondary secondary means by which it would happen. So why do we wring our hands over all this stuff? Why don't we lean on the providence of God? Stop being so angry and so angst and so worked up over everything.
2: That is good stuff. Which brings me, I got a good uh, scripture for that part, brother. If Mm you'll like me, I can share with you and get your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So let's go to Philippians. And Mm -hmm. this is where Paul is writing a letter to the church of Philippi. The you say the book of the
0: the Philippines? The
2: book of the Philippines, brother. Okay. Chapter 4, verse
0: 4. Okay, here we go.
2: Chapter <laughs> so, during a time when you know the Philippians were going through some stuff, right? They were dealing with a lot of issues within the church and dealing with the pressures of the outside of the church, you know, uh because they were trying to figure out what this church thing was all about and they were getting anxious, mm-hmm. they were getting frustrated. So, the apostle Paul writes to them and started in verse 4. It says, rejoice. I'm reading out of the new uh, uh, standard uh, Bible, brother. The NASB. It, I know you of, have a. Is that huh? a new
0: Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Could resist. <laughs> uh, you had to take your <laughs> shot. huh? I see what you did there. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. I it did says, a grandpa
2: <laughs> <laughs> It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known, be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, slash understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. That's very important, guarding of your mind, right? It says, Mm -hmm. finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, if and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. How important is that much, that message? well, how important was it to them, but even more so, how important is that for us as we were just talking about those frustrations, brother, and those anxieties?
0: It's vitally important for both them in the first century and us for different reasons. Um, for them, they were going through heavy persecution, amen. From their own brethren, the Jewish unbelievers, the Pharisees, Sadducees, the Jewish religious leaders of the that day were persecuting them heavily. And then finally, uh, later on, Rome came into it with Nero, and the, the Christians in Rome were heavily persecuted by Nero. But because of that persecution, because of uh, well they they had evil around them too. They had the the, the temples to Diana and the, and the the sex um how do you say it um sex ceremonies and things that they had mm-hmm. in the temples right. because it was you know it was dedicated to the uh, goddess of fertility and all of this. Uh they had to contend with all that, and that was permeated through the culture, and so keeping their mind pure that way. Thinking on things that were pure and positive, and, uh, and by positive, I'm not about, talking about Joel Olstein type positive thinking. <laughs> what I'm talking about is uh, positive as far as focusing upon the things of God, the, the the things of purity, the purity of God, the purity, you know, be holy as I am holy, God said. That kind of positive.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it, it 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 it. Well, what it does, it uh, strengthens the mind it keeps us out of that anxiety right out right. of that hand wringing, out of that worrying out of that we're doomed mm-hmm. and it puts us into a mindset of well there are good things going on too and there are good things that God is doing and i rest in him amen now for now that was for them for us with the advent of all of the uh, information that's coming Toward us. we this this generation, this society has it. It is permeated with more information than ever before, any time in world history, and it's come. It I mean, we're getting hit with it like a fire hose. Okay, I mean, we're getting hit with so much information; it's impossible to keep up with all of it. Just that even in the realm of just news, um, it's it's impossible to keep up with all of it and for the first time we're able to see everything happening around the world and we are, and we're going oh my goodness i didn't know the world was this bad i didn't know it was <laughs> it was that bad right because the news focuses right. on the, on the negative um and it, but it's always been like that amen amen this is just the first generation that has been able to actually view it in this to this level so viewing all of that and all of the negative that keeps coming at us every day and all of the the marketing man- manipulation, the mind manipulation, the mind control techniques, you know, UK Ultra and all of those programs done by government agencies, uh, all of this stuff coming and hitting our minds, it is devastating to our mental health or mental well-being that's mm-hmm. why you see so much mental illness and so much mental depression and all of these things I and mean, it's an, on an increase suicides are up why because all of this information is having a pro- profound effect upon us and it's a negative effect m- most of it So, how do we do what philippians just told us to think on those things which are of god and those things which are positive Shut most of that stuff off and get back into the scriptures. Amen. Amen. You know, I have I hardly even pay much attention to the news anymore because you know news plus media equals propaganda. So I, why why bother? It's a waste of my time. Um, I spend more time now in Christian materials, Christian books, um, good good videos that are positive, uh, scripture. Um, I'm trying to renew my mind. Uh, as the scripture says, so that um, I'm not just so permeated with all this negative all the time. It does have Mm. a profound effect. So that's why it's important for us and why it was important for them in the first century. Amen.
2: That was awesome, brother. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, And it's very important. And it's very important that we break down these things and, and help people in, in individuals, uh, our fellow believers, you know, uh, learning things and and to encourage them. Right. As you said, we got to read, we got to get into God's word. Uh, if not, we're going to be frustrated and we're going to be anxious like individuals that are whatever podcasting are out there pushing morality, you know, uh, well, we're, gonna we're always going to be frustrated, brother. And always going to be anxious. And do we want do our, can we live like that?
0: No, no. No, and we I have a chapter in my book titled uh, The Only Person You Can Control Is You. Mm -hmm. We can't control other people. We can't. And we could probably, I mean, use manipulation techniques to try and manipulate them. I mean, if you look at marketing, they're the best in the world at manipulating people to get them to do what they want them to do. (laughs) But for the most part, we can't, we have no control over other people. <laughs> Excuse me, brother. I probably should have brought me a water up here. But anyway, we have no control over the people. So we, the best thing we can do is just focus on being the, the best that we can be. You know, the, walking with, with the word, walking in the Holy Spirit, uh, trying not to quench the spirit, try to try to do the right things, think the right things. Um, and that, in my opinion, uh, when we do that, this moment, sales call from California. So anyway, it was from Hartford, California, brother. That is funny. <laughs> so anyway, um, what was I saying? Um, when we do that, mm-hmm. then we're starting to, you know, clean our mind out of a lot of that stuff, and we're starting to feel well, we're doing better. You know, you, you, if all you do is is uh, consume news all the time, you go into all, you know all the news sites and you're constantly watching news 24 hours a day, you're going to be a very depressed individual after a while, oh, and your mind is just going to be toxic. You know, you're just taking all this toxic crap into your mind. It has a profound bad yeah. effect. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's just get away from it. You know, yeah. take out what's what's bad and put in what's good.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, very good, is. brother. Yeah.
0: Because I was gonna say, just go to Facebook. Man, yeah, you see people the
2: way they react to these things. Because you hear oh, people yeah. just losing their minds <laughs> over things like these. And, and I wonder
0: they don't not all having heart attacks. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. You know, I mean, I I can imagine their frustration level and everything is just sky high. I, no wonder when their spouse comes home from work, there's they're, they're you know getting into arguments and fights. You know that I mean, that's, I, they've been fed this anger and this uh this you know, uh, righteous indignation all day mm. long. Mm. Yep. And they're, Great point. they're angry, they're angry at the government and they're angry at government officials and they're angry at the bureaucracy and they're angry at taxes and they're angry at uh, this, these people over here doing that. And those people over there doing that and that agenda and this agenda. And my goodness, I mean, the lava building up the volcano and is about to blow. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or you can lean on the providence of God. And look mm. at all of it. And go. Oh, Wow. Look what God's doing over there.
2: Right. It's yeah. like you you see yeah. it. And you're like man, God's word is so true.
0: But the world won't survive if the United States goes down. Oh, yeah, will. I think God's God still on His throne. I've heard that for the
2: last forty years, brother, and it's like That's
0: nonsense. God is on His throne. Rome went down, and yeah. Rome was the world it was it it was the place to be it was it if i'm sure they were saying if rome goes down it's that's it the planet's just going to disintegrate (laughs)
1: yeah
2: last time i checked in history books rome's still there bro
0: you know (laughs) looks way different but it's still there (laughs) yeah there's some ruins over there but yeah yeah but yeah the thing is is that that's why Augustine wrote The City of God. If you under that big, thick book that he wrote, The City of God, that's what that was about. Mm-hmm. Explaining to people that, look, the demise of Rome is not the demise of the world, and it's not the demise of Christ, and it's not the demise of God. Yeah. Life will go on, and God will continue to work. Amen. And you got Russia. Uh at the fall of the soviet union guess what happened christianity flourished in russia Mm -hmm. 200 million christians in china and they're trying to shut the churches down they're trying to they're trying to get rid of the christians and the more they try the more it grows yep it's true i mean it's you can't stop god in his providence amen so folks take a deep breath Sit down, relax, have a good beverage, you know, and and meditate on Philippians chapter four. <laughs> How's that? That's, that's good. That's, good. that's, that's like what that. the doctor orders. Exactly. Read uh, Philippians four and mm-hmm. call me in the morning, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> good stuff, brother. Appreciate your thoughts on that. And yeah. we're going to switch gears a little bit because I believe okay. you have something else you wanted to share with us. You had some other thoughts on something else. What is that?
0: Um, Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. First, I want to tell you something I did yesterday.
2: Uh-oh. What you uh, did?
0: Uh, I haven't. I don't. Maybe I did this in high school. I don't remember what it was. I took an IQ test.
2: Uh oh, what was yeah, the number? I was just curious.
0: I was like, I never I have never known what my IQ was, and I don't okay. even remember what it was my school because uh-huh. I barely made it out of high school. I came crawling out of high school. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I barely
2: I'm, fr- I'm afraid, afraid to take it, bro, because all I can see is like it's just gonna instead of giving you a number, it's well, gonna say it's just gonna I'll say the you- words you're dumb. That's for me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- dumb and dumber, right? <laughs> well, guess what my IQ is? I took it yesterday. Okay, give it to me. 119. What that's what it came out as 119. Uh, and here I thought all these years I was a dummy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So,
2: what you're saying, you're coming out of the closet now,
0: The yeah,
2: intellectual closet, folks. <laughs> the intellectual closet that's what I'm talking about. Don't get I was
0: shocked, minds. I was totally shocked. Yeah, wow, I was like, Wait, bro. But-
2: I, I didn't even know what
0: average was. I had to look at the chart to see what average was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, mean, what's the I, average? I, went, I wait, what? The, what? <laughs> so tell us what, what is the average? What's the average? The average person uh-huh. is between eighty and one hundred. Oh, okay.
2: I and if you're at one hundred
0: nineteen, you're above average. Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> there's a reason why I call him the brain, folks. Uh-huh. But let me.
0: See, he doesn't to-
2: like that but as you can tell I don't
0: like it <laughs> he went
2: about and took his own IQ test finally so am I, was i right or was I right thank you
0: you were thank right you. you were right but i I don't like it <laughs> i know
2: I know you do
0: i don't I mean I'm thankful to God that he gave me a, a function well, I, I, hey, I, mean, I,
2: I'll, I I'll reveal I, as to why I call him the brain obviously everybody's gonna think oh what a brainiac But it's a brainiac because he dives into the word of God. He is an avid reader. This man is an avid reader. He looks into things. And that's why I call him the brain because he actually uses his brain. A lot of people don't use their brain. I'll I'll take
0: that. I'll
2: take that. Do you like my interpretation now? There we go. It only took 186
0: episodes. But I don't want it. Yeah, I just I just don't want anything that lifts me up and puts other people down. I don't yeah, like yeah. that. Well but there, to I, say I just, I'm using my brain, I'll 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 there you go.
2: I just clarify <laughs> it. And if yeah. I need to further uh, clarify it in the future, I will.
0: Okay. There you but go. hey, congratulations, brother. 119. 119. That's awesome.
2: 119. That's awesome.
0: Um and and yet I felt like a total dummy in high school. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna explain why. I'm gonna <laughs> explain what's going on. Uh-huh. So I came out with probably a C or C minus out of high school. Okay. My grade point average. Now <clears throat> you have to understand folks, there, there are different types of intelligence. And I'm going to say this. Everyone is intelligent. Mm-hmm. Everyone is intelligent. Everyone is smart, but they're smart in different ways. There's academic intelligence. There's um, emotional intelligence. Some people are really good at reading other people. That's a form of intelligence. Okay, everybody has a different type of intelligence, different form. Now, I'm good at picking up a book, reading it, absorbing it, learning it on my own, and then regurgitating it, right? I'm good at that. But don't ask me to go frame a house the thing will fall down in two days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't ask me to wire a house. It'll burn down when the, when the, when it goes to sparks and the, you know, yeah. The electrical fire. Right. Don't right. ask me to lay the plumbing in a house or you'll have a flood. <laughs> 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 so, so I'm not intelligent in that way. Right. But there are people who are very intelligent in that way. So there's mm-hmm. different kinds of intelligence. So that's and that's why i have a problem with our society uh, let me say this way our societal system of grading and numbering okay Mm -hmm. a b c d f
1: Mm. i don't know why
0: i don't know why they skipped e and if f means failed what in the world does a mean absolutely awesome (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean you think O for outstanding but no it's a i don't know anyway uh B for because, because yeah. <laughs> C for, what I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Curious, yeah. Cur- uh, yeah right. Curious. Yeah. Yeah. B for dumb. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think F is for fantastic, but I you know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you it the other way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the point. Here's the point. When you have that kind of a system, and you're defining. Uh, success upon it,
1: Mm, and intelligence
0: upon it, right? Which is what they do. You're defining it based upon an extremely narrow form of intelligence. Mm, Okay. And that is an academic intelligence where you're capable of learning by lecture, where you have a good memory to remember what, what you picked up and learned able to pick up books and read them and learn them. Um, that's a that very, very particular style or type of intelligence. There are many other forms of intelligence that are outside of those parameters.
1: Mm.
0: And people, people go through that system and they start thinking, I'm not very intelligent because I didn't do well in school. That's a lie right out of the pit of hell. God has given you an intelligence. You just got to figure out what type of intelligence it is and use that. To his glory. Now, here's the other thing since we're low on time, I gotta keep getting moving quick. When we get into a system like that, and we are um we get used to this grading system, and now people are grading companies. There are these organizations out there grading companies. Oh, how woke are they? Oh, they got an A for being woke, and they got an F for not being woke, and they, they're still using this in society, right? But it gets you used to. Other systems of grading, like a credit score. Mm. Oh, I got to get that above 700 or toward that 800 credit score. Why? Because we've been indoctrinated to think that that is really good. And people will really be impressed with us with that. And that we that's the road to success. It's not. It's the road to debt mm. and, and not being successful.
2: Yep. But oh, we yeah. think
0: the opposite. Now, you know, the rental credit score, I didn't even know about that until I came out here. Rental credit score. What in the heck is that? How is the first time we're supposed to rent something from a, the, the, to a management company when they can't know even have a rental credit score? I am mean, it's yeah. dumb.
1: Right.
0: Um, and then the social credit score, mm-hmm. right? That's coming. And, uh, you know, I mean, how many other credit scores are there going to be? Uh, there's one I'm not thinking of I'm missing. Uh, if you can think of it, brother, I don't know. But there's there's these there's these scores right social yeah. credit score, uh, financial credit score, rental score. I think that's the three. And you know I'm sure they'll come up with something other kind of a score to try and manipulate and control people.
2: You know what's next? It's going to be the social media score.
0: Social media score? Hey, how about that?
2: Yeah. We oh, in this podcast we be the lowest probably. How about you
0: know? <laughs> how about your carbon print of uh, uh, footprint score?
2: That's right. I heard about the carbon print. That's right.
0: Yeah. So this is all the only thing this is designed to do is to manipulate and control people and to corral people into the into the corral that you want them to go into
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: to to think and act in the way that you want them to think and act. That's all it is. The best thing we can do is bust out of these scores and bust out of this mental mental. I did or this mental conditioning of I've got to get an A, I've got to get an 800 on my credit score. I've got to get a high score on this and high score on that. Got yeah. to bust out of that and start be, being thinking independently. Because if we don't, we become a slave to the people who control that system. I, I don't even know what my credit score is and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not trying to build a credit score. I'm trying to build wealth for my Mm. family. I'm trying Mm. to build generational wealth, which Mm. has absolutely nothing to do with a credit score. Mm. Absolutely nothing to do with it. I'm trying to do it the biblical way, the way God says to do it in the scriptures. And there is no credit score in the scriptures. Matter of fact, the principles of scripture go opposite of a credit score. Yeah. And so, because it, it, it discourages debt. So, um, all of this, just this scoring systems, it, it, they're all junk. They're all garbage. And it really, I would, folks, I'd advise don't pay, don't become a, a slave of that system. It's mm-hmm. your thoughts, brother.
2: No, I mean, there's really not much to add to that, brother we spoke you know in, you know in past podcast episodes in regards to uh, you know especially christians being in debt you know the best also you know because you uh, shared to have you went through uh, a shift in your way of thinking you know stewardship when it came to your finances so i believe it's very important we we don't fall into these type of categories or uh, you know like right. these are you know these are things that are going to make us I guess, uh, you know, identified with culture, let's say. And that's not it. Obviously, you want to be a good steward, you know, of whatever it is, finances, you know, your ministry, whatever it is. And always have God, Christ as the center of all things, as your foundation, and be surrounded by brothers and sisters that can help you along the way. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and these scores don't define us. No,
2: absolutely. Because, you know, I, I've experienced, you know, with people in, in my family, you know, I'll share, you know, my, my wife, my wife will tell you, I never finished high school. I'm not that smart.
0: Brother, I know you. I have to, you know, my wife, brother. Smart.
2: Exactly. She is very smart. You know? So I have to go, wait a minute. Yeah. Don't think like that. I no, mean, look at everybody else, what they think of you already. It's like, yeah. that doesn't even, and I tell her, look at your background, you know, where you work, the position you had, yeah. that's amazing. So you should never, yeah. you know, make yourself look because that's not, you know, God blessed us with all different yeah. types of gifts. I said that ABCDs, you know, it has. So even mm-hmm. that turned into even in my son Landon, trying to get him to understand, Hey, look, buddy, I'm not asking you to forget A's and B's just pass oh. school he doesn't the boy doesn't like school he's like that i don't like school i said that's fine oh, yeah cuz
0: he's cuz he's he's male yeah he's a male men don't but like male school. Likes school right men don't so, like school because exactly. school's designed for females
2: exactly
0: the way it is organized the way they conduct the classroom it's for females yeah. males don't thrive in that environment no. because we want to get out and go hands on and do something We want to, we want to dig into an engine and tear it apart and rebuild it.
2: Exactly. You know, exactly. So that mentality, you know, even creeps into these young kids thinking, I got to get easy bees. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm a failure. You know, I don't like school. I said, son, just do school. Yeah. And, and, and when you're struggling with something, guess what? There's going to come a time where it's going to be like in your head, light bulb. I get it now. There you go. Not only that, it's not like you're going to use these subjects every day
0: in life. Right? And you know what? It's like he's gonna. He's he, I, he's good at something. Absolutely. I mean, there's he has a, he has a an intelligence mm-hmm. and It may not be within that parameter, that very uh, narrow and thin parameter of the A, B, C, D, and E and F. I mean, there's no E, but anyway, uh, but it's outside of that, right? right. I mean, right. Um, there, there's like I said, there's so many other forms of intelligence that we don't measure.
2: Right,
0: and that's why you. That's why the uh, MBA from Harvard is working for the C student out of high school, who started a business, mm-hmm. right? And which right. It, uh, turns out he had a, a, a knack for business for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he starts his and it grows, and the MBA from Harvard is interviewing to go work for him.
2: Oh, I mean, this is man. not
0: uncommon.
2: Right. No, it's
0: and not. And so to, to measure ourselves by these grading systems, don't do it, folks. Don't don't think that you're dumb, or don't think that you're don't measure up simply because you didn't get that degree, or you didn't get that grade average, or you didn't go to that particular school. That is nonsense. It's 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 bunk. Okay. God gave you gifts and abilities that He gave you. And it's from him. And he doesn't need the universities to give it to you Amen. and have you be functioning well in it. Do you mm-hmm. get it? So take the abilities and the gifts that God has given you and use them to his glory.
2: Amen. You Amen.
0: Know? It doesn't have to be STEM in the colleges or universities. It can be other things.
2: Praise the Lord. Folks, this is really good stuff. We hope you enjoy all the subject matter we went through, and uh, brother, thank you again for another uh, you know just discussion. We have some good stuff we dealt with, uh, and again, hopefully that uh, you know we're praying and are hopeful that it's gonna uh, edify other individuals and encourage other folks. Other than that, I got nothing else, bro. If you don't either, then you know what to do.
0: Well, I can tell you, folks, I'm gonna sleep like a like a rock tonight sleep really good and i ain't worrying about the world blowing up or anything like that i'm just sleep. i'm just gonna be oh, yeah. so no
2: no frustration and anxiety okay all, land right. Coming up. all right
0: thank you uh thank you brother uh, always good to see you and uh, remember folks keep your mind sharp and heart here we'll see you next podcast
2: and we'll catch you on the flip side
1: you have been listening to the vortex apologetic podcast
2: hey there ladies and gentlemen thank Thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic it is our prayer that god is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast we are living in amazing times and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your christian walk through the use of modern technology therefore remember that you can find us at the facebook twitter youtube and all major podcast providers search for the Vortex Apologetic and there you will find us. Thank you again and remember keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.